Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 45th edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of November 2020, we introduced you to Kevin Kinsler, co-founder of Kinsler Construction Services. The company is based in Ames and is a great example of how one idea with appropriate innovation and initiative can grow into a series of related businesses. Our primary core business is uh, the insulation business. We sell a lot of building materials, the drywall, steel studs, acoustical ceiling, so we're in the distribution uh, business of all those type products. How we started, we started out in the drywall business install, 1984. I was a professional firefighter, uh, worked a 24-hour shift off a couple days, so we'll probably heard that story of somebody who has a gap in time or kind of at that time, the, the firefighting job paid for groceries, and that was about it, but it gave us a consistent thanks. We, uh, my wife, Yvonne, and I started the business in our garage, drywall install, and it kind of morphed from there. We were uh, about 10 years running it from home and then built our first building 10 years in, a 10,000-square-foot pole building in a edge of Ames, Iowa. So that's how we started. How many people do you have working for you these days? Uh, today, we're about 250 through uh, uh, multiple locations in Iowa and uh, Colorado and Texas. So when you were running it out of the garage for 10 years, you obviously had other locations uh, or storage facilities, I assume, or else you've had a massive growth in the last uh, (laughs) just couple of decades then. We have had a lot of growth. At that time, those early years, yeah, we had about a uh, 4,000 square foot pole shed on on that acreage that we started with. And um, for a number of years, our uh, housing, we, I was kind of became a master at leasing corners of parking lots uh, in strategic places, MIs in and out with building materials in them, throw padlocks on them. Guys could back up to them, load trucks, that type of thing. So we were, um, I always tell people, you probably knew, never do better in business than those lean, mean years of getting started low overhead and extremely efficient, but it, uh, it worked well for uh, and of course, Iowa being very rural uh, in general, we uh, it wasn't very long. We were doing work throughout uh, most of the Upper Midwest, and so it was easy to it was nice to be nimble and uh, react to where the the work was. We do a lot of agricultural work, uh, insulating buildings and supplying to buildings. So that of course is all over the country. From you know the Canadian line, we'd go up through North and South Dakota, and we go as I said all the way to Texas. So. I just love the image of that where you load a trailer, you park it in the corner of a parking lot, and whoever your guy is who's going to work doesn't go to a main building, just goes to the parking lot, hooks up, and takes off. That that has to be a lot of fun when you're building this thing. What gave you the impetus other than the fact that as a firefighter, you'd work 24 on and maybe 48 off or however, so you had the time, but still a lot of guys wouldn't take the jump, take the leap? What led you and your wife to decide it was a good idea? Oh, great question. I, you know, maybe God's grace, I guess, maybe a little bit, you know, just uh, truly, I, I give him the credit. But uh, that being said, we we definitely have an entrepreneurial spirit, enjoy that, enjoy serving. I, I to this day, I, I just love solving problems, solving customer problems, and then love to have, I would say our organization today is really um, that's our, that's our roots, uh, the people around us and the, the wonderful, uh, uh, folks and the team that I get to work with love solving customer problems. So to answer your question there, that really the driving force really has been the customer. 
Um, if you spend much time with me, you'd figure out I'm pretty simple <laughs> in that, um, you know, pay attention, listen. When a customer, if you can listen to them and they got something going on and they uh, give you a hint to a problem or a challenge they have. And I just always thought it was a nice, it's somewhat of an art form, I think, for people, obviously, even people in great that are great in sales usually are great listeners and, you know, great people at asking questions because sometimes it takes the third question to get down under the skin enough to find out what might really fix it and what really is the problem. So that being said, a number of the things we do are, are somewhat unique. Uh, we early, I mentioned the ag thing, we, we, had, we saw a tremendous need for large, large uh, projects that were being built. That there wasn't a good insulation team that could insulate fast enough for them, do those kind of things, distance, odd places. So those were just kind of the logistics issues. We became very, very good at, at solving those. We um, developed some of our own equipment, did some creative things with trucks and hydraulic uh, motors, driving blowers and those kinds of things. We set up where we literally could set up a, we set up a tractor, you know, tractor trailer rigs where the semi tractor drives a hydraulic motor that was hooked into the transmission of the tractor to drive the, the mill that's in the, the trailer. You know, those kind of things are not, they're not uh, super complicated, but they really solve the problem. So there were things like that. Today we have a, a business, uh, a sister business bolted to us where we service uh, do-it-yourself insulation blowers for all of North America, for example, for Home Depot and Lowe's. We we lease into that. And again, it was a customer-driven problem. Had a supplier come to me, say, we are having a heck of a time keeping these machines running. They're do-it-yourselfers. You know, if you decided, uh, Jeff, you were going to insulate your garage this weekend, you'd go to Lowe's and rent one of these small blowers. You see, they're little electric blowers. And again, it was just try to figure out a way to repair these things, kind of where it comes from. Well, and again, if you have somebody like me renting it, it's going to need some servicing afterwards. And so I can, I can see where there's the market for that. It's one thing to say some of what you have developed, what you're talking about developing, isn't very complicated. But it still takes a certain mindset to see a problem and be able to troubleshoot it mechanically, where so many others would just simply say, well, I have no idea how to do this without six different machines, etc." What is it, do you think, that leads you to think in a more efficient way? Is this something that you've had all your life, this, this inclination? Yeah. Well, great question. I think I would say that uh, I think, if, yeah, if you think about it, you know, you, know, you obviously do this you inter- interview. You know, lots of people in business, we all do. It's not to say one's, one's the right model or not, but there are a lot of businesses. We all kind of know those people in the categories where it's like, oh, call so-and-so. They'll figure out a way, right? They'll they'll run at it, and then there are other business folks who go, "No, this is my, this is what we do." You know, we stay in this hallway, we stay in that. So I think there's something to maybe answer your question that I, I've always been on the side of that, really, really loving. Uh, uh, you know, always wanted the company to grow. I felt like that that's an opportunity for to get good people. I always feel like if if, if the, the people that work here and with me and with us um, see that going on, it. They, they know they got opportunity and a place to go. So that's a good piece of it. But the, uh, the part of it to go, I go, if you get more excited about a customer calling in and saying, Hey, could you figure out a way to do this? Or you go, Oh no, we don't do that. I think that's the why in the road right there. What, what, what makes me want to do that? I, I'm not sure. I, I love it. I do know this from a business model that that's usually where the money is uh, in solving that big problem. So maybe that's again, a very simple answer to that. Uh, the things I've always thought, the things that, that are very, very easy to do. Lots of people do them and do them well many times, but uh, things that are more creative, uh, take a little more risk, maybe take a little more capital, pick your, 
formula, so to speak, um, obviously t- tend to pay a little better too. So, and yeah, you take a risk. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I think the, the fun of being creative in that category and trying to continually add to what we do. Now, we're talking a family-started business, but this has grown with regard to family, right? You're looking at this as being a multi-generational business for your family. Uh, correct, correct, yeah. Uh, Tanner now is our president and CEO, and uh, he does all the hard work. You know, as I tell everybody in the in the in a lot of the day-to-day battle, we I'm uh, still very active in the business and chair chair with the board and, the, and work with our staff uh, weekly and all that kind of thing. Still love solving the problems. Still love getting involved in the big customer challenges and problems. Maybe the gray hair helps a little bit with through what we can do well there, but really, really enjoy that part of it. But yeah, you're exactly right. And we we have we did become an ESOP a couple of years ago, just on the front end of starting that. So now we can tout that our employees are starting to, they, they have that opportunity to buy stuff. Again, we have a lot of very long-term folks, so it's a, it's a way now to let that next generation that's behind me and my son's age and down be able to um, grow roots here and hopefully have a, a long-term opportunity. You know, I do hear from various family-owned businesses where it goes to the next generation. You're able to hand the day-to-day off to a new generation, but yet you're still young enough, interested enough, vibrant enough that you can be there as an aide, but you also get to do the fun stuff, too, of thinking of the big problems without being bogged down into the day-to-day. It's almost like a return to the spirit that led you to start the business to begin with. Jeff, I think that's a good observation. I, I've probably never had more fun than I am right now with it because, again, a great – and I put that a lot, too, on the great team of folks we have here. You know, it's cliche, but good people draw good people, and we've really got some good staff We've always been in that mode when somebody great comes along. It's like uh, hire them. We'll figure out how to <laughs> how to use utilize that asset. You know, as the part of the team. So, but it does make it very fun to, to the point of uh, not being as as tied up in the day to day. It does create a bit of flexibility and travel. My wife and I travel a firm out, some for business, some for pleasure. I'm on a couple of national boards in the industry of insulation, so uh, that works well as uh, uh, being an ambassador for our for our brand, so to speak. What are the challenges? for the success, the growth, the continued success of the business? The short answer there for us, um, a bit cliche, but to be very innovative in what we do, because a good chunk of what we do is everyday stuff that we have extreme competition for. So to try to be, uh, to re- continually recreate ourselves as we have over our base so that we can continue to have that customer base. It's really, really challenging today to, ha- to hire great, great people most any business person would tell you that whether they're, you know, whether they own hotels or whether they build houses or whether they do insulation. And I say that from a, the standpoint that 30 years ago, if we put out an ad, we'd have a lot of people come in for the ad. Usually a really nice broad experience base, you know, here in Iowa it was farm, a lot of farm kids, right? It was a lot of connection to doing a lot of different things today. As we've morphed forward as a society, we don't have, those young kids. So now it's really, really challenging. Headwinds is, is really hiring great people, keeping them moving ahead and, and innovating forward. Kevin Kinsler of Kinsler Construction Services. The company was founded in Ames and now has additional locations in Ankeny, Waterloo, and Cedar Rapids, as well as Denver, Colorado, and Tyler, Texas. Learn more by going to their website, insulation.net. We spoke via Zoom on October 28th, 
2020. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report, radio program, and podcasts. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.